Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. There's so much beautiful music going on in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, and thankfully, it's within reasonable reach of my humble home across the border into Wisconsin. And we'll get to know another of their treasure trove of singer-songwriters in just a moment. But first, I want to suggest that you go to the northernspiritradio.org website and fill out our listener survey. We're making a real effort to know who you are, where you are, what you like, and how we can better reach out to you with our programs. As a bit of incentive for filling out the listener survey, you will be entered into a drawing for your choice of $25 or a selection of Northern Spirit Radio materials, like our t-shirt and tote bag. And you'll also receive our thanks and appreciation. But on to our show. Today, I have the joy of welcoming a Minneapolis-based musician and performer, Annie Fitzgerald, for Song of the Soul. Annie's songs are deeply rooted in the soil and family of her native lands, but she also spent 10 years exploring the bright lights and the urban riches of Brooklyn, New York. Connection, relationship, self, belonging, Annie's music is of the heart the air, the land, and her voice is of the heavens. Annie Fitzgerald joins us by phone from the Twin Cities of Minnesota. Annie, I'm really pleased to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Mm, Thank you so much for having me. I am honored for the opportunity to chat with you today, Mark. And we're leading up to the release of, I think it's your second CD, that's going to be released on June 1st. And this is delayed by a month or two. I was eager to talk to you already. I checked out your music on YouTube and saw the toilet tune that you did with Sarah Morris. How much money did you have to slip her to be able to perform music in her toilet? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sarah is, she is just such a gem. You know, I was just in town one evening. I think I was at her and Vicky's Home Fires show, a show that we're doing at the Astor Cafe. And she just said, hey, you want to come sing in my bathroom sometime? I was like, you know what? I would love it. And we had a ball. We sang an Ingrid Michaelson song called Everybody. That's just all about love and joy and happiness. And yeah, it seemed fitting to do with her because she's full of all of those good things, too. That list that you just gave us is kind of your calling card, I think. <laughs> did you have some permission to choose everybody, or is this Sarah's choice? I did. We actually, the person that comes in as her guest on Toilet Tunes gets to bring in the song. I had looked at a couple of older things, like some a Bangle song, I think, and maybe an Indigo Girls song, and I don't know, for some reason that one just felt like the right one, so it was a ball. I adore that girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned the Indigo Girls, who, of course, I know because I'm old enough to have experienced their rise from the beginning. Their vocals are so powerful and loud together. Could you and Sarah do a good recreation of an Indigo Girls song? 
You know what? I feel like we could. Maybe we need to do that for our next toilet tunes. I'll have to call her up and say, hey, Mark has this idea. We should do it. I think we were going to do closer to fine. So maybe that just needs to happen. Maybe I need to go visit toilet tunes again. <laughs> if I can stand in the back and shake a tambourine, I'll be so happy. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Will you drive to Minneapolis? Will you? It could be possible. We'll have to run it all by Sarah. <laughs> we'll suspend disbelief on this one. All right. But I do want to jump right away into your music. As I said, you're just about to release on June 1st your second CD and your first one. What year did that come out? That one was a while ago. It was actually in 2010. So there's been a big break for me. Yeah, September of 2010 is when In Good Time came out. So that means eight years since you released In Good Times. Have you just been, you know, sitting back eating bonbons and put your feet up? (laughs) Well, you know, not exactly. So when we had Will, I took the good two years off from recording anyways and really from writing. The first year, I wasn't writing a whole lot. Just I I kind of came into motherhood and figured out the balance of all of that. You know, I, I was kind of going through some growing pains with my writing at that point in time. I remember when Will was probably about a year old or a year and a half old or something, I grabbed the guitar when he was napping one day and started working on something. And I remember playing it for my husband that night. And I said, you know what? I, I think I might actually have something and I might be kind of finding my way again. That actually was a song from this new record called Rest of Me, which was a lot about reconnection to myself. I struggled a little bit with some postpartum issues. After I had Will, I think it shows up differently in all women. But for me, Will was my saving grace when he was awake and I was playing with him. I could really just be present and mindful and fully in the moment when I was with him. But when he was napping, I I just remember feeling really sad. (laughs) I think a lot of it for me as well had to do with being out in New York City and I wasn't near any family and we didn't have a, a large support system at that time. You know, I had to kind of find my way back to myself for a while there. As hard as it was at times, I'm really grateful for the opportunity for growth during that period. And I think that going through that, as hard as it was at times, has made me a better person and a better writer. So we're going to share Annie Fitzgerald's song, Rest of Me. It's from her release that's going to be, the release party is actually June 1st, 2018. The release is You and Me and the Sun. Here is Rest of Me.
Fitzgerald is our guest today for Song of the Soul. That was her song, Rest of Me, from the release that's coming out just very shortly, You and Me and the Sun. The very first line, she mentions a little safety pin kind of holding her together. And I have a feeling that safety pin was named Will. And (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a little bit ironic, the postpartum depression, which is so common, not everyone gets hit by it. But on the other hand, if you don't get hit by it, you can breathe a great sigh of relief that you dodged that one. But one of the issues in there frequently is rest. (laughs) And when you say the rest of me... (laughs) For sure. Did Will let you sleep? He was actually a decent sleeper. The first three months, he had some tummy issues, so he wasn't a wonderful sleeper then. But he did allow us to rest most of the time. The last verse in that song, Annie, you say, I'm just a little wobbly yet. And this is back more than a couple years, so are you back to full unwobble? (laughs) I am. I think, you know, when I wrote that song, I definitely wasn't. The bridge to that song didn't actually completely get finished for a while, I think, until, you know, I kind of came to solid ground and could kind of look back at the big picture. But yeah, I definitely feel like through the healing of that experience and through the gift of motherhood, you know, I just, I feel like I've kind of come into my own. I obviously have lots of room to grow as we all do, but I think that, you know, I'm just, I'm just so grateful for that growth. And I think that growth is so grounding for me. And you said, Annie, that while you were doing that, I mean, the birth, I guess, happened while you were in New York City and you're in the Twin Cities now, you're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So you had something like 10 years, I understand, over in New York City. Why did you bother getting pregnant over there when you could do it in Minnesota? The long winter nights (laughs) would be perfect for it. I know, I know. I should ask my husband that. I don't know. You know, honestly... I always knew at some point in time I wanted to move to New York and the time that sort of opened up for me. And so I just, before I could think about it too much, I did it. And then I eventually met my husband after I was there for a few years. And I kind of told him right off the bat, like, okay, if we're going to do this, we fell in love, lots of lightning bolts and, you know, all of that stuff. And I knew when I met him that he was it. And so I kind of told him that I really wanted to 
continue to pursue my music, and, and, and that was really important to me. And I also really wanted to move back to Minnesota someday, and that that was really important to me. And basically, like, if those two things aren't okay with you, I don't think we can move forward. And, <laughs> and he was like, it was just kind of bold. Like, I look back at it, I'm like, wow, that was really bold. But I'm so glad I did because at least I was being honest with him. And he's amazing. And yeah, he always knew that. And we got an opportunity eventually to have him work remotely with his job. So we just had to wait for the timing. And I think that, you know, we didn't want to put off having a family because we couldn't get back to Minnesota. But we always knew we wanted to get back closer to family. And man, oh man, am I grateful for that, to have Will being around his grandma and grandpa all the time. And my brother is nearby as well and their kids and my sister-in-law. It's a huge gift. So yeah, I think I, I kind of always kept that in the back of my mind when we were there, you know, okay, well, you know, eventually we're going to get back. I would say little prayers about it all the time too, because yeah, I'm very close with them. So I miss them a lot. And you mentioned prayers. Now, if you're from Minnesota, you're supposed to be Lutheran, according at least to Garrison (laughs) Keillor. That's true. Do you pray? Do you kneel by the side of your bed? That's what I did growing up as a Catholic. Did you literally say prayers? You know, I grew up Catholic as well. And I definitely used to pray a lot when I was young. And I would say that I still pray now, but it's different. We don't necessarily identify with any specific religion. I would definitely say that I'm a spiritual person, and that's part of my daily life. But it looks more like meditation and yoga and praying. I do pray. Well, you know, if I could have a prayer answered, it would be to have you share another song now. Where would you like to go next? Oh, wonderful. I think since we were talking about home and about Minnesota, I think I would like to share Little Girl with you. And that's from your first recording, In Good Time. When I was listening to it, I was saying, oh, this is what you wrote as you went to New York. I mean, that's what I had the experience of. But I may be projecting, maybe you just moved from Lake Wobegon to the, the Twin Cities or something. <laughs> no, I think you're, you're right. I actually wrote it in our apartment in Brooklyn. And that was a time when I started really yearning to move back home. And this song... You know, sometimes songs come to you and you have to really work for them. And other times they sort of just are like gifted to you. I remember playing the chorus to this and getting a little emotional about how how much it was resonating with me. The lyrics in the first verse are playing out this thing I used to do when I was young. It was when I was kind of immersed in Catholic school and the Catholic church that I grew up in, I went to Catholic school until I was in sixth grade. And, you know, we would have mass every Tuesdays, I believe. And they were always very supportive of my artistic expression. I used to dance growing up and they would have me dance in mass and I would sing. And so I did feel supported there when I was young. And so I, I don't know, I used to, my parents moved and built a house with this big backyard when I was about seven. And I remember looking around at this big backyard going, oh my goodness, like this is, this is amazing, you know? And so I used to stand on one end by this huge rock and I used to close my eyes and I used to clasp my hands together and I would say, dear God, please let me fly. And I would have my eyes just squinted so, so, so tight. I would just say, please let me fly. And then I would open my eyes, Mark, and I would have my arms next to me, and I would run as fast as I possibly could, and I would leap. I would leap, leap, leap on the other end of this huge backyard. And I remember thinking, you know, it, it would never happen, but I would I would drop my feet down to the ground, and I was like, mm, 
it's just not my time yet, and I would go back and I would do it over and over again. <laughs> that belief and that faith and that trust was just such a beautiful memory to have, those roots and that remembering the, you know, the original true self. And I think it was important for me to kind of earmark that. And that's where the song Little Girl comes from by Annie Fitzgerald. Here is Little Girl.
that little miracle worker is Annie Fitzgerald flying <laughs> off. And then, you know, I don't know how many of us, certainly Annie, so many of us, I was a little boy growing right? up, but that yeah. flying was the whistle. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I know I'm not the only one that used to do that. There's a movie, I, I just want you to put it on your list if you haven't seen it. I don't know, it's got to be 30 plus years old now. I don't really know exactly how much, but it's called Radio Flyer. It's immensely sad and inspirational movie, both. It'll make you cry for sure. But that flying, you'll see it happening in that movie. And I, so just keep in mind, Radio Flyer is the name of it. I will. I just wrote it down. Thank you. Yeah. So Little Girl by Annie Fitzgerald is from In Good Time, which was her first release back in 2010. Now in 2018, as of June 1st, she's having a release party for her newest recording, You and Me and the Sun. Annie's website is AnnieFitzgerald.com. And if you're not Irish, well, then a pox upon thee. <laughs> it's your loss. But you can find out more about her, including her performance dates and all of that on the site. And there's a whole lot of things on northernspiritradio.org. We'll have the links to Annie Fitzgerald, along with all of our past 12 and a half, almost 13 years of programs. They're available on northernspiritradio.org. Right now, through the end of the month, we also hope you'll respond to the listener survey on our site. We need your feedback and input to help us out. It's really quick, short list of questions, but you and your answers are invaluable to us. So please take our listener survey and get entered for a drawing for $25 or some beautiful Northern Spirit Radio swag, your choice. On the site, you'll also find links to past guests, and you'll be able to comment on our shows. There's a donate button. This is full-time work supported only by listener donations. So please click on donate when you come. Even more important, and since Annie Fitzgerald lives in the Twin Cities, she certainly knows about KFAI. Community radio is such a wonderful local resource. So much of our media has been gobbled up and is owned nationally by six corporations, some 90% plus of our media is owned that way. Community radio is absolutely essential for local supplies. I assume you've been into KFAI to share music. I know Sarah has. Yes, Sarah has. I actually get to go in and hang out with the lovely Ellen Stanley on, I think it's May 22nd. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't been in recently, so I'm looking forward to that. And KFAI is just awesome. And amen to all of the things you said about community radio, and I think it's just so important, too. Folks, Ellen Stanley, who was just mentioned, does a show called Woman Folk on KFAI. And when she's not doing that, she sometimes goes out in the world as Mother Banjo. She's priceless. I've had her twice on Song of the Soul. Just look on NorthernSpiritRadio.org and you'll find it. Yeah, she's wonderful. Ellen's coming out with a new record this year, too. Always more riches. And Ellen has a particular role in helping that with the Minnesota Musicians Coalition. Yes. It's quite amazing. Now, you said, Annie, that you lived in New York City. Frequently, when people think about doing music, they'll go to Nashville, or maybe they'll go to a place like New York City. How does it fit as a musical home being in Minneapolis, Minnesota, instead of being in New York City? Isn't that a big come down? And a lot of people have got to think that. You know, I think for me, I definitely kind of always thought of Minneapolis as my musical home. Even when I was out in New York City, I would always come back and do shows. 
you know, I had some really great opportunities and some great experiences when I was in New York. I was lucky enough to get into some new writers' workshops as well as showcases and choose a Songwriters Hall of Fame. They really nurture new writers. So that was great and opened doors for me, and I had a home at Rockwood Music Hall in New York City. New York is definitely, it's ginormous, you know, it's huge, and I, I just consider it a gift and a feat to have had my own little home there and to have a group of musicians that I would hang out with and learn from and grow from. And I think a lot of people as well out of New York, there's just a lot of touring. And I think that was kind of the age too where it was like, all right, you got to get out on the road and meet people and start trying to get your music out to other areas as well. So for whatever reason, for me, it doesn't feel like a come down. It feels like a coming home, <laughs> even more so in Minneapolis. I just feel like Sarah and Vicki and Ellen, and there's so many talented singer-songwriters that are so supportive of each other in a way that I didn't necessarily experience in New York. And I don't know if that's because it's Minnesota or if it's because I got lucky and met some amazing people. I think maybe it's a little bit of both. And to that, I'd say, yeah, sure, you betcha. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely quite amazing. I've I've met so many wonderful musicians from the Twin Cities. We've got our own little enclave of wonderful folks right here in Chippewa Valley, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And I think that will convince more people about the wonderfulness of the music over there if we have you share some more music right away. What's up next, Annie? Let's stick with In Good Time since we were talking about New York and I sort of feel like I'm in that headspace. How about sharing the song Hero? Hero. Infinity War, Avengers, has <laughs> just come out. I, <laughs> what kind of hero did you want to be? It was obviously a flying hero from our last song. We it was. That. Well, yes, flying heroes for sure. I'm learning a whole heck of a lot about the Avengers now because, you know, Will is five and my husband was a comic book geek growing up. So I'm learning more about that. But for me, I wrote this song. I had had two separate people that were very close to me at the time going through some really hard stuff. And my tendency when somebody is going through a really hard thing is to just scoop them up and try to take whatever it is that they are dealing with away so that they can feel better and you know, I've learned through therapy that that's not a really great choice <laughs> for me to do. But, you know, I think that you can still connect in that way and be empathetic and at least reach out to somebody and let them know that, you know, if I could, I wish I could take this pain away from you. But And I know I can't. So my love is here for you. I'm reading a book right now in preparation for an interview I'll be doing for my Spirit in Action program. The author is citing research that pain is actually physically less. People will measure it as less if they even just imagine someone is with them. And, you know, to have someone right next to you responding it, a hill looks shorter to climb if you have someone next to you. Your pain is less. It's amazing what being with someone. So you can really be a saving grace to someone as you sing in the song Hero. That's so beautiful to hear that book you're reading. I'm going to have to get the name of that from you. But in the meantime, we're going to listen to Annie Fitzgerald's song, Hero. Could amend what went wrong. 
wishing you were anywhere but where you are. If I could, I would surround you, pick you up and fly you away, pick you up and carry you.
Hero was from Annie Fitzgerald's 2010 release, In Good Time. Annie's website is AnnieFitzgerald.com. I don't think I really need to spell that out for anyone, but if you did have a question, come via NorthernSpiritRadio.org, where all these links exist. Let's keep going right away with some more music. I do want to get through all that you've picked out, and 55 minutes ends far too soon. So what's up next, Annie? I would love to share the opening song from You and Me in the Sun called Be Like a Tree. I wrote this song, Sarah Morris, actually, to bring her up again. She's a beautiful singer-songwriter friend, and she had convinced me and our friend Vicki to be a part of the songwriting challenge that she does last summer. It definitely was not a part of my process to write in this way, and it kind of scared me a little, and my model's always like, if it scares me a little, I should do it. So I said yes, and this is a, a song that actually came out of that process. We get one word on a Sunday, and then by the end of the week, we need to have written a song and then do a video for the song based off of this one-word prompt. And for this one, I, I was reading a lot last summer of the poet Rumi, the Sufi poet Rumi. And so I remember taking, I don't even remember what the word was for this song, but I remember taking that word and kind of reading a little bit of Rumi poetry and doing this weaving, beautiful through line of a way to kind of get to this song, which is, I kind of think of it as a little bit of a a mindful meditation, open heart sort of meditation of a song, just about letting go and being present. And the song here is Be Like a Tree by Annie Fitzgerald.
Annie Fitzgerald's release party for her new recording, You and Me in the Sun, is on June 1st, 2018. And that's the lead song on the recording, Be Like a Tree. Now, you're in Minneapolis at the moment. You're in New York City. You're in Brooklyn. You know, I don't know per square meter how the number of trees in Minneapolis compares to New York City, but I'm just betting that it somehow is larger. Well, yeah, I would say, I mean, New York is just a big concrete jungle. I think that we found our oasis. We we have dogs, so we would wake up on Saturday and Sunday mornings and grab the dogs and walk them over to Prospect Park, which was our little oasis for trees. And so moving back has been wonderful. I actually, I consider Minneapolis my musical home. And my aunt, I have a, I have a, a room down there that I stay at in my aunt's house in St. Louis Park, which is, you know, really close to Minneapolis. But I do live close to my family a few hours north in like kind of prairie farmland. And it's very open and just tons of space. You can see the horizon kind of everywhere you go and the trees are kind of plentiful. So I feel very lucky and fortunate that I'm able to kind of step away from the city when I'm not down performing and playing and writing. So I feel like a lucky girl that way. And I definitely think that going from New York City back to Minnesota, it's been so grounding and so like so much space has freed up around me physically. But at the same time, I feel like so much space has filled up in my head and in my heart. I, there's just so much more space for me to write. I think that I'm definitely a sensitive person. And just being around that many people after a while in New York City really got to me. found myself just really craving the space and the freedom and to not be in the concrete jungle anymore. So <laughs> glad to be home. <laughs> well... A little bit more music before we finish this hour. What's up next? Well, I think I would love to share Listen Carefully with you. This is a song that's on the new record, You and Me and the Sun. It's a song that kind of came really quickly for me in a beautiful way. It was after we moved back from Minnesota, and I had been kind of going through, you know, figuring out how I was going to make a new record, and was I ready to make a new record? And I had been just kind of working through some things, you know, just self-confidence-wise. And then at the same time, my son, Will, was going through preschool for the first time. And, you know, I was kind of watching him navigate that. My husband knew he could see on my face. He's like, I can tell you're working through some stuff. Why don't you go down into your studio, which is such a gift. I said, you know what, I think I will. And I, I came down here where I'm sitting now and I just, you know, wrote this song. And it's just about listening to that voice, that inner voice inside call it your intuition, call it spirit or whatever it is coming through you. It's about trusting your gut and being grounded in that. It's called Listen Carefully.
to have Annie Fitzgerald here today for Song of the Soul. Her song, Listen Carefully, is near and dear to my own heart. I don't think I actually mentioned this to you previously, Annie, but I'm Quaker, and our form of worship is an hour of silence where we try and sink down to the seed, listen to the inner voice, and and let it emerge as best we can so it can direct our life, you know, lead us in a way. And it sounds like you're very attached to that. In that song, when you say, you know, my heart beats for you, and there's constant reference to you're my shining star. Who's you or what's you? I, I think I'm talking to Will in that point in time. I mean, you could look at it. I think that I'm talking to Will, but it could also be, I also sometimes see the bigger picture when I'm listening or playing the song that that it's spirit, you know, talking to me as well. So I think there's a, a bit of a layer of in that song for me. And that's such a beautiful, I didn't realize that you, I know you had mentioned your dancing, the, the Quaker folk dance, but I didn't realize that you practice that. And I just think that that's such a beautiful tradition and a way of worshiping and being. Has the fact that you have will, which I think is a rooting experience in its own, has that in a way taught you to listen and be quiet more? I mean, moving away from New York City, I imagine, reduces the decibels significantly. But our society so pushes us away from listening carefully. And what has got you there? You've mentioned meditation and yoga before. What gets you to the center space? I definitely think that meditation and yoga, and you know, I, I think I mentioned to you, I was a dancer, just moving for me is such a huge thing. If I don't move every day, I don't feel grounded. And I definitely think too that, you know, as a parent, you think about all of the things that you you, know, you want to, to show your child or your children how to be because they learn from watching. So I definitely, you know, Will and I do yoga together. We do meditation together as well. And I think just, you know, it goes so fast. And I think I'm always sort of reminding myself to be present with him as much as I possibly can because I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> and uh, I think that in a way, being mom to him has been just, just maybe more mindful and more present and has spilled into being, you know, even more of it. Not only do I, I get to love this person and watch them grow and change and all of those wonderful things, but he's giving me that gift of presence and mindfulness too. The gift is there to be embraced if we but have the awareness. Yeah, awareness is huge. 
awareness is just huge. I mean, that's really the biggest thing. If you're aware, you can start making it more of a practice, as I know you know. Well, one last chance to share a song. How can we conclude your song of the soul, Annie? This song is called Oh Caroline, and I actually wrote it before we moved back after my grandfather passed. He died very peacefully. He didn't necessarily have a super peaceful full life in, in certain ways. And it, in the beginning, he went through a lot growing up. But this song, I don't know why he lived a long full life and went very peacefully. And I just kind of was sitting in our room and started playing it. And the words, you know, for the verses just kind of came to me. And I, I sort of realized, you know, one of those songs that you realize after the fact, like what it's about, and then you can kind of piece it together more. But it's just about connection. You know, connection is huge for all of us. I think that's why we're we're all here. But it's just about that connection, I think, to people in our life and to people, you know, our ancestors and where we came from and how you know, we can always call on that connection even when they're not physically with us. There's this little book that I just have been, been reading with, with Will called The Invisible String. It's a children's book. I can't I forget the author right now. But it's just about, you know, how our, our hearts really are, are connected by this invisible string. And even if somebody is no longer with us, that the memories and the presence that we had together and, the, you know, just being connected, whether your ancestors or your friends or whatever, you know, just lives on. So kind of what it's about. So we're going to finish Annie Fitzgerald's Song of the Soul with O Caroline from her release. Again, her release party is June 1st, and it's going to be at the Hook and Ladder Theater and Lounge in Minneapolis. That's where it's happening, but you can get it easily wherever you're listening to this around the country. The recording is You and Me and the Sun, and her website is AnnieFitzgerald.com. Links, of course, on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. Thank you so much, Annie. It's so wonderful to get to know you. I'm so enchanted by the idea that your path over to New York City and back, and specifically to Brooklyn and back, it in some ways matches the path that my own son took. I feel closer to you for that. I love that, too. Thank you so much for having me. This has just been such a joy to talk with you, Mark. Have a great time with your release party and with the unfolding beauty of Raising Will. And thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Mm, Thank you. So much gratitude to you. Here is Annie Fitzgerald, her final song for Song of the Soul, O Caroline. And we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul, O Caroline. you
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.